All right, everybody. Uh, welcome back to the 1MC. Today we'll be talking with Navy spouses. Uh, nothing in particular. Uh, I just want to have a conversation with some Navy spouses. So, of course, I got my wife here and uh, a few of her friends. Uh, so, ladies, go ahead and introduce yourself. I'll start off with uh, Mrs. Harris first. Hello, everyone. I am Shayna. Um, as he said, I am his wife of almost five years. So, yeah. And I am Tyra. Okay, thanks, Tyra. I'm Ebony. Hello, everyone. Hi, all. I'm Toya, military spouse. Um, 17 years. Hey, 17. Oof. <laughs> okay. Um, so what do you guys as uh, spouses do? Um, what line of work are they in? What field? What job field? Let's start with Toya. Let's go back around the other way. Toya, what does your husband do? He's a physician. Okay. What type of physician is he? Um, pediatric anesthesiology. Okay. Okay. Oof. Yeah. Okay. So, All right. A lot of school. Mm. No, you pick up and we get a new baby in the house. <laughs> My guy, he's he's all brawn. <laughs> I like to give him a hard time. All brawn, no brain, no. He does. He has a great brain. He's a big brain, very smart guy. But he's a AO. Um, they have a pretty much inside joke about them. They're they're pretty big guys, so that's what he is. Ayo, yes. <laughs> Tyra going to get confirmation of what her husband did for him. <laughs> what I miss? What? It's your turn, Tyra. What my is, my husband is, is the A supple. What does A supple stand for? Don't ask. <laughs> as long as I know what he does, he does the supplies. Uh, he does supplies. Oh All right, this is Sarah. What do I do for a living? Um, my husband is a commo, IT. No, I'm actually the ADP officer. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay. Nah. All I know is he do IT. Oh. So, IT. There we go. Well, I heard he does the phones. I do some of that stuff. I, I kind of pass the buck on a lot of that stuff if it's not. But anyway, not about me. We here. <laughs> no communications. Sure. Let's go with that. Okay. I'll take. I'll take that. I take communications. Right? Uh, so glad to have you out here with us today. Um, I want to talk about a few things, uh, specifically dealing with Navy spouses. Um, so the first thing I want to talk about is PCSs, right? So I'm pretty sure each one of you guys have done at least one PCS move. Uh, let's talk about your experiences with PCS. And, uh, we're going to start off with you, Mrs. Harris. What is your experience with PCS moves? Good, bad, ugly, indifferent, wise words for those who've never done it. So, so far, knock on wood, um, all of my PCS experiences have been pretty smooth with the exception of the fact that my husband has not been around for them. Um, the last the last couple I've had to do on my own. Um, so that kind of sucked. Um, and I've actually have had like ordeals with them. Like I had a messed up ankle and was in a boot one time and it's just been random, you know, stuff. But generally speaking, it was a smooth transition both, both times. It's been two two or two or three to this mm. point um we haven't had any issues with our stuff getting lost or broken or any of that so that was has been great so honestly when it comes to PCSing, i have don't really have anything negative to say other than the fact that he hasn't been there but that's really it's been good for me so. all right message received got it <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay all right what about you tara how's pcs been for you um 
me, I have had some issues. Um, they like to lose our screws for the bed. Um, they're never prepared to take the boxes away. Like, they think that we're going to unpack. And then we tell them they're going to unpack. And then they leave the boxes. And I'm like, no, 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 take your boxes. Like, where are we going to put boxes? Um, so between the boxes and not putting our stuff together. And they take all the kids' toys apart. <laughs> really toys? Like, why are you taking oh, wow. apart kid toys? Yeah. Like, yeah. Because yeah. he's putting that back together. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. But, um, I don't think they broke anything. They broke a table. But I didn't like it anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. Not too bad. Not too bad. I've done one by myself and then the other two grab was there. But it's chaos anyway, so mm -hmm. whether it's one there, two there, three there, I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, I don't, I don't care. About okay, what's happening? What do you think? PCS moving. <laughs> Headache. <laughs> <laughs> um, luckily, every PCS move that we've had, Quincy has been there with me, but they have managed to destroy everything and. I'm trying to learn not to have expensive taste in things that I like because yeah. I can't be attached because it will be destroyed when I get it. Um, this last one, they literally destroyed everything. My baby's high chair, they destroyed her bed, they destroyed our bed, our furniture that we just purchased from Haverty's. If you know who Haverty's is, it's not cheap. But <laughs> So, you know, that's just, you have to take the wins with the losses. But, um, I mean, I'm not paying for the move, but uh, I, I don't know. You might. paying for it with your time and True. Yeah. True. Yeah. 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 And then they got an attitude when you feed them and you give them money. It's like, I'm feeding you. You're not obligated. You're not obligated to believe that. Yeah. So yeah. it's weird. Mm -hmm. Um. But I guess my advice is just kill them with kindness and maybe we'll... That's their job, though. It is their job, but not everybody loves their job. Not everybody loves their job, but just try to be overly nice. And if you don't have to, revert real quick and send them a long email. Let me speak to that manager. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Shana always yeah, asks so for the manager everywhere we go. You gotta so. hit him with the manager. Only when necessary. Like, Excuse me, can I talk to the manager? Only when necessary. Only when, only when necessary. And I'll just be like, oh. But if it's not what you do, I ask for the manager. Oh, yeah. You're not speaking to the manager. I'm like, oh, they're going to spend it our food. My fries cold. No. It's not enough seasoning. Well, no, no. And this is why he won't tell me if something's wrong with his food. Like, he he will not tell me. I'll ask him, is it good? Is it? He'd be like, yup. And even <laughs> even if I know that he's not enjoying it. Even when that chicken was raw. Right. Oh, my God. I remember. Okay, okay. We off topic. We off topic. Go ahead, Claire. Three raw chickens <laughs> on your birthday. <laughs> oh, that was Tara's birthday. Yeah. And then Tara asked for a manager. That was bad. That was bad. Yeah, that was bad. And I was just like, oh. The chicken was raw, raw. It was pink. You should have seen Brad. Oh, Brad was like, oh. <laughs> and then we went to the hookah spot. <laughs> Can I talk to the manager? Oh, my God. We don't have you on the list. You not on oh, the list. Oh, this is the text. I'm on the list. <laughs> you didn't reconfirm. Can I speak to the manager? I'm just like, 2,000. Oh my God. 
Every establishment. We need all the managers. All right. Okay, so, Toya. Toya, PCS. I, well, I wish that we could ask to speak to the manager and it actually helps, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't know. I haven't seen a great deal of difference in when you ask for help or not. Um, but yeah, we've had, I mean, it's just the truth. Yeah. Um, we've had nine moves, I think. Eight or nine PCSs, something like that. Uh, we move a lot. We've seen the gamut of like, like pretty good where it's smooth and then horrendous, like they pack the bottle holes with the couch or a grill on top of another couch. <laughs> like, so we've had like lots of damages. I'm going through claims right now that they're very slow to fix. But I just look at it. Um, I guess I'm familiar with it, and every time it's hard, and I just let myself know that it's hard and like try to take everybody through it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what's up. So I don't hear too much, you know, bad stuff as far as uh, PCS moves uh, from the actual member side myself. I know the spouses go through a lot because, you know, sometimes we can't be there, you know. Yeah. I got to be at school. Shane don't care about that. She was like, you wasn't him. I was in the boot. <laughs> Where were you at? I'm like, I'm out here doing my job. I mean, I can't, you know, I can't be there for everything, right? And uh, just so happens I'm 0 for 2 right now. But I should be here for this next one. You know, Lord willing, I don't get sent somewhere out of the blue. Uh, so, my bad. You know, I, try, I try to be up for this next one. Um, it's okay though because my mom has been there to help me for both of them so shout out to you mom yeah yeah mom-in-law appreciate it good looking out i owe you a, a really good birthday gift this year uh, uh next year i think your birthday just passed anyway <laughs> i got you next year uh let's talk about um kids um having military kids so yeah my wife just walked away she, we don't have any kids together but we we are still dealing with one of them, you know, my son just turned 18 a few days ago. Uh, but let's talk about kids, um, dealing with kids as a military spouse. Uh, let's talk about some of your experiences. Uh, what are some experiences you guys have had as far as raising kids, being in the military, moving all the time, them having to make new friends, uh, stuff like that? How do you kids emotionally and, you know, mentally uh, get through all of these moves all the time? Let's start with the vet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah give us some advice. Yeah. Like, Not a time. All star. <laughs> you the all star. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't have better news. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't get easier. And now, uh, but the kids are the kids are really good with the moves. They are resilient. They know how to make friends fast. They like we use sports as a way to you know make new friends at new locations, and that's worked really well so far. Um, the hardest, I guess, was deployment. That was harder than any PCS to me um, and the kids. And then the transition going and coming back. I, I didn't expect the coming back transition, but that was also challenging. What was your husband deployed to the last time he deployed? Um, Afghanistan. Okay. Oof. Wow. All right. yeah, that must have been tough. Yeah, so. But, but what was good about it, he went like later on. Yeah, so, yeah, stuff yeah so. So Wi-Fi was good. Like we still kept our routine, even though he he did a really good job. I, like Gail has been at a lot of. I should like give him a shout out. He's been to almost all the moves, all the PCSs. He he like supports me how I need like when he can. So he would wake up. This is me taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> he would change his schedule and wake up super early so he could like 
uh, say prayers with the kids at night and give them the same bedtime routine that we had. And that was helpful. Um, and then we did other like little things to make it easier. Okay, all right. This is G rated here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Careful now. No, the kids' bedtime routine. Oh, uh, okay. Like, all right. Like, all right. Like, you know, good night, This is explicit. I'm just kidding. We can, yeah, we can talk about that. But anyway, yeah. (laughs) We'll say that for a later episode. All right, yeah. What about you, Ebony? I know Quincy just came back from deployment recently. How was that that last deployment, being away for a while with the kids? What's your daughter? So, yeah. So that one, it was, it started off rough and it ended decent. Um, Just like you said, Wi-Fi, it was a blessing because he was able to call every single day so she knew that her dad was still present in the beginning she was like mommy do i still have a dad i'm like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you still have a dad i'm like oh my gosh and she's like why did the ship take him away from me and you know that was tough trying to explain that to her but she you know she understood that daddy was you know keeping her safe and protecting her and you know me while he was away so him calling every single day talking to her it was it was good and even the school that she goes to is pretty military friendly so a lot of the parents dads moms whatever they were deployed too so they had that commonality so she bonded with you know her her friends and then Layla her little bestie she bonded with her because her dad was away and that's how um, that friendship you know fostered so She's still kind of young, so this was our first deployment, so I'm not sure how other deployments will go. Um, or moves or anything like that. Yeah, so this was our first time with her being away from him. You know, he kind of had like a 9 to 5 because he was on shore duty when she was born. So this is still kind of new. We're still navigating the waters, but it hasn't been too bad. It's still kind of tough, but she understands that when he's when he's gone, he's keeping us safe, so... Right now, Daddy's her hero, so it's it's cute. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Well, Tyra, well, we know Asepo. I just did a deployment with myself. Uh, we gonna we gonna Google what Asepo means. That we are. <laughs> I just know he do supply. Yeah, and he did with a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. So, um, how was it? Um, What's your situation as far as how deployment went with the kids? Um, so this last deployment went good, but only because um, prior to this move, we were, well, we were in Monterey, but prior to that one, we were in Hawaii. And um, I about lost my shit every day. And so I learned <laughs> that I needed some help. And so for this one, we have an au pair. And so I had somebody to help me. What's an au pair? What is that? Um, big pair. money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, us, us broke people don't know what that is. It's big money. <laughs> uh, well, we do call them big money brags. Yeah. So that makes sense. That makes sense. Let me tell you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, what's the off It's actually not big money, but I'll tell you about that later. So, an off pair is somebody from another country who comes to your house, they live there, and they help with, like, the kids. Anything kid-related. So... Get them dressed, put them in the bed, get them to school, get them to their sports, whatever. 
Um, and so that's a big help because basically she can kind of step in and help with the kids and then I can have a life and have friends. <laughs> and a job. Yeah, yeah, too. And I don't have so many kids that give them Tylenol and send them to school. I can actually say, you sick, you can stay home. Um, so it's been really, it's been really actually kind of nice to have some help. Um, which makes it feel less of a deployment, I guess. But it's nice to have my husband there. Welcome, Brad. A supple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brad kept me company most of the time in the war room. I'm glad to have him back. But I was, uh, I was hanging on to him out there while we was out to sea. Uh, uh, Mrs. Harris, um, let's talk about the last couple of deployments I did. Uh, we don't have a uh, necessarily a kid in the house. Oh, they got a kid. Mm-hmm. We have a dog. Toma <laughs> is a baby. Okay. She, yeah. she, she's, she's basically and real she, bougie. She's basically real a bougie. kid that doesn't talk. <laughs> yeah, I had to. Uh, well, I had to get her a dog before I went on my, my deployment before the last one when I was with the CBs. So I got her. Uh, well, she got a dog and just forced me to like it. <laughs> Uh, so I was just planning on getting her a car before I went on deployment. So I got the car, and then she was like, "I want a dog too." I was just like, "Damn, I should have just got the damn dog." <laughs> Buying the damn car, we would have been good. But, but yeah, how was? Um, so I guess we can focus on something a little bit different, right? How was the um, the time away? How did you uh, treat and use um, that time away uh, um, while I was going? So the first deployment, so he was on deployment basically the same time two years in a row. So he missed all of the holiday seasons back to back. So that was the hardest part, was going through the holiday seasons without him. And football season, that was terrible. Yeah, and football season too, because I didn't have anybody to awful. talk trash with and stuff during the games and stuff. So that I was awful. here when my team won the Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah, when my team won the Super Bowl, we watched that whole whole season together. That was great, that was well Okay, make sure spent. you edit that out, because we don't care about No, 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 that's staying. Anyway, <laughs> so the first deployment really wasn't that bad because he was in Spain and had Wi-Fi, so we would pretty much video chatted almost every day pretty much so that really wasn't difficult it really didn't feel like he was gone honestly um this last one was a little more different because we couldn't really video as much but he did call as much as he could so that was nice but being in a new city because our pcs literally (laughs) the day i arrived in cali was the day that the ship pulled out so i literally missed Mm -hmm. him i was driving i was an hour out when the ship left so that sucked i literally was crying in the car because i had missed him (laughs) Um, but thankfully I had a friend here already. So, and then she introduced me to other friends. So this PCS was a lot better because I had a great support system around me. Um, they literally like got me through it. I wouldn't probably wouldn't have made it through it without them. Um, so this deployment was a lot easier than the first one for sure. Cause the first one we were also in Mississippi and I hated it. <laughs> I hate it. I hate everything about Mississippi. So that one was a lot tougher, but the second one was great. Like I said, I had a great support system, and I think that's important, having friends that you can trust, that know what you're going through. Um, and one of them became one of my closest friends because our husbands were on the ship together. So that's spent... not why we became the closest friends. Well, I'm friends. saying that was how it started, because our husbands were gone together. Okay. So <laughs> She's real sensitive. She y'all. is very sensitive. Well, um, you're about to move. We're not talking about that right now. Oh, but anyway, okay. the point is... <laughs> <laughs> this, the, you know, deployments are hard in general. So it just makes a difference when you have people around you who understand what you're going through and who can really hold you down. And again, my mom was around at some points for both of them. She makes herself available to me anytime I need her. So that also helped. But so oh, generally they weren't terrible. And I also have, I have a lot of distractions. I have a job. 
I have a dog, so I, I kept myself busy, and that also helped. So, no, that's good. Um, I definitely tried to call as much as I could. Um, it was just some days. You but... call every day. Almost every day. She talks to you every day. Like, I talked to Keith today. I'm like, <sighs> <laughs> all right. I talked to you for an hour today. I'm like, okay, well, okay. Work? Me, okay, so honestly, I did, by some means or another, I did talk to him every day, whether it was See? a phone call or an email or a Facebook message. It was always, it was every day, but every day was different. Like, sometimes, again, it would just be an email. Edit, edit, edit. Sometimes it would be. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to lie. Well, I'm oh, in communication, so of course I'm going to have a little bit more access than most. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said, too. It's like, but he's okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Y'all have to make me feel better. It's fine. I say that stuff is G14 classified. Don't be coming around here telling everybody when we pour in. And <laughs> well, no, I don't tell none of that stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't do all of that. I heard y'all going so-and-so. I said, who the hell told you that? <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um... <laughs> But I know any time away could be rough, uh, especially when you guys got the kids. You know, all the dudes on the ship who have uh, spouses back home, especially with families, uh, they stressed out just as much as you guys are, even though you don't think so. Think you got? <laughs> I mean, I know y'all don't think so. Yeah, I can. You know, I can speak. I can speak from their perspective, right? Actually, we got a couple of husbands in the house, right? So A Supo is actually in the building. The yeah, Quincy's in the building. Big A Supo. <laughs> Big money Right. Yeah, I mean, so so we do be stressing too. You know, we working, you know, sixteen. We working sixteen, eighteen hour days, and then you know, you get a phone call, your kid acting up, and somebody need to go, you know, spike them right. You know, you know, when stuff like that happens, on top of your eighteen hour day, you go finally check your email, and you're like, oh, golly, and I gotta get on the phone and call and ask him why he or she is not behaving. That's just bad stress when you're in, you know, in the middle of the, you know, Russian and Chinese waters and there's a ship following you around doing donuts around their backyard. You know, that's a stressful situation to deal with. Right. So don't get don't get me wrong. You know, physically being there is stressful, but that stress is uh, it's not the same, but it's uh, it's, it's equal in a way as far as when we're out there and we have to, you know, get word that you guys are, are stressed out. So that's added stress on top of us as well. Um, so keep that in mind. We're not out there just like, yeah, no kids. <laughs> well, oh, this is awesome. Y'all out there lifting. <laughs> no, we out there. No, we yeah, out there. Yeah, we out there keeping our mind right too, you know, because when we get home, <laughs> this is what I tell sailors all the time though. The stress does not go away when you get home, right? It just shifts to different areas. Because on the ship, it's a routine. We eat four meals a day based off of what time you work. We go to the gym, we have our watches, you know, we have a Liberty Port every blue moon if we're lucky, but 90% of the time we're doing the same thing every day, seven days a week for seven to 10 months at a time. Um, so the stress can be compartmented into specific areas of your schedule. But when you get home, all of that changes immediately as soon as you walk off that ship. You go from your compartmented schedule to now, damn, do I gotta go pick up the kids? Am I going to get off work in time? I got a soccer game on Thursday, but I also got to stay late to do training. I got to do all of this, right? So that stress just goes into different areas that we thought we were going to get rid of. It doesn't go away. It just, you know, it diverts to a different area. Um, but okay. 
I'm not going to keep complaining. Everybody got it hard, right? But let's get into the tea, right? Oh, God. <laughs> let's get into the tea. We don't have enough conversations about, you know, legit stuff. Like, what are some things that you guys are seeing from other spouses that you just don't like? What are some things military spouses oh, do I that go? get on your nerves? So, one thing I cannot stand is when spouses wear their spouse's rank. Like, Period, Pooh. Like, <laughs> like, boo-boo, nobody cares what your husband's rank is but you. So, do relax. spouses like, actually do that? Yes, yes. they do. There have been times where I've heard spouses complain if, like, if their husband's an officer, if they don't get saluted at the gate, they have attitude. Ma'am, you're not the officer, so no. you shouldn't be getting saluted. Like, relax. Like, stuff like that. Well, do y'all, everybody here, husband is an officer, right? I'm sorry, but Quincy's uh, a cheap. Yep. He's going to be officer here, so he got his package in. I don't ever want to be saluted because in my opinion, I just, again, I haven't earned that. I'm not like, no, don't salute me. It doesn't seem appropriate. It's not appropriate. Now I do love it when I'm with. You wasn't with me shooting in the gym. Now I will say it is very, it is very second to me when I'm with my husband and everybody salutes him. I think that's extremely dope, but I personally know. So, but yes, to get back to the question, I just, I can't stand that. Like when spouses feel like they're entitled because of whatever rank their husband wears, like, no, you are still a spouse, boo-boo. You are not, you know, no, stop it. Like that aggravates Yeah, wear your own rank. What right. do you do? What's your, right. what who are you, what do? is your identity yes. outside of your husband? Yes. Like, I understand when yeah. we get married to you guys, we marry into, mm-hmm. you know, your jobs, but that shouldn't take away from our own individual personalities and who we are Definitely. as in, as wives or husbands or whatever mm-hmm. so it aggravates me sometimes when people do that like you're again you're not the one serving you're his support system you're his wife or his husband or his partner or whatever but you know wear that role proudly though of mm-hmm. course it but again that doesn't hearts. make you better than anybody else or make you entitle you to certain things yeah. like that's just no i don't i just that aggravates me for real but that's me yeah y'all can go <laughs> I, I agree with that though i agree oh, yeah. i agree Okay. What else? I know it's some other stuff because I was in your chat for about three hours. <laughs> it's a lot of cackling, a lot of kikiing. The little thotty thoughts. The, the little... ends are gone. Like, girl, All right. get divorced. <laughs> like, what is wrong? It's not cute. It's giving real desperate and hell vibes. That's, that's it. Where are you seeing this at? Right. Where now, are you that, going? I'm about to say, now that I want to know where you see it. Yeah. <laughs> So I do live in military housing, and you see it. I see it. I see it a lot. I walk the neighborhood. Like I said, I have a child. I go to the gym on base. And you can just see, like, you can tell it's a lot of younger. I wouldn't say, like, I'm a seasoned woman. (laughs) Yes. Yes, queen. Yes. So I would say it's more of the younger generation for sure like you see it like you see unless it's the brother cousin i don't know i don't go into their household but i'm like that ain't your husband you know like neighbors because i know your husband's deployed i know what ship they're attached to i know the welcome home banners i know all of this thing all of these so when they're gone and you have different people in another house, it could, like I said, it could be, you know, we're living in a time where multi. I was like, what is it, a hostel? What are we living in? I was saying, you know, it could be, it could be a Hispanic cousin, black cousin, it could be all the different races, cousins, siblings. I just don't think so. 
and I don't see them, you know, when the husbands are back. So it's just, it's just, it's just very fluent lifestyle. I don't know. I don't like that because I feel like when your spouse is gone, you need to, you need to hold it down for them. Like respect, one hundred percent respect. And if, if that's if that's not what you're about, let it go. Like I don't know. That's that's just my personal your take on it. My seasoning. <laughs> Look. I got all the seasoning. I'm just saying that's just my my thought. I don't like that. I don't like that. That really bothers me. Um, yeah, like the young mindset of of things. Have like ever, I'll be your mentor. Let me be your mentor. Yeah, I was you. getting ready to ask. Have you oh, ever I'm addressed it? Mentor. Have you ever like personally addressed no, somebody that you've seen that you've like, hmm, your husband not here. Who that is? <laughs> Have you ever did it anything like that before? <laughs> No, no, I'm not gonna go knock on their door. No, because I'm kind of like I'm nosy too. Like, <laughs> oh like I think of the window. Yeah, yeah. Come on, know you, Sarah. Now, are you supposed to be doing that? No, I don't do that. But I was, I, uh, I was Shannon was out here. My other, my other host. She, oh. she would have been like, yes. Hey, who is that? That is not your husband. She nah, I don't do that. No, no. She, she, she actually did that one time. We were in public. Her. We were, we were at a. a a luncheon with one of our Facebook groups and you know one of our friends she, she walked up and it was this dude with her uh my wife was there you remember the time Shannon walked up uh well somebody walked up to the dinner when we were having dinner at Louisiana Purchase and the girl walked up with a dude that wasn't her husband oh yeah Ooh. and Shannon was like hey that's not your husband where your husband at <laughs> oh my god hey that dude that I, never, I didn't see that dude no more after that he mm. just like walked away and left. It was kind of like weird, but that is so tragic. Like, Shannon would call it out. She, I would be like, Shannon, why are you embarrassing me like that? Right? <laughs> no, but good for her. She'd be like, No, that's not her husband. And I was like, Oof. Like, but oh, that's even wild. with the even with the the like, I feel like men do that too. It's a lot of it's just a lot of I don't know. I don't know. If so, so who's worse, men or women? Who you? Who do you think? I think men. Like, it's always the answer. I think. I think. I feel like. I feel like it's an even balance. Mm-hmm. It's just that, yeah, like, nice. when yeah, <laughs> I feel like it's an even balance. I feel like women and men are both can both be guilty of it. The difference is with men, especially if they're go- well, actually, both men and women that are gone. I feel yes. like a lot of times there's like this. I don't want to say a code, but kind of like a code because yes. stuff happens and you don't tell that. like you, whatever happens on deployments or train or whatever, they don't, they don't tell, they don't bring it home. Like they, they, people will keep stuff to themselves. People will cover up for they, they, That's they, what they, they, That's yeah. 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 Yes. The book. Yes. What happens in Vegas? The book. I have heard, Whoa. look, I have heard of there the book. Are, there 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 got married i had a co-worker that was an ex he was he was in the navy he got out he's like oh i don't even know why you're getting married to him he's probably cheating on you right now he's deployed i was like so my anxiety but i trust i trust my man and you know and because I trust my man we good and also and, but i was like what's what what is the boat boo he's like oh and then you have to like i also i also come from a, of, of a perspective hey. that my mom was active duty and she saw all kinds of stuff when she was active duty and would tell me because this was she was active duty back before the age of social media and all of that stuff and she was very candid, like all kind of stuff will be happening on deployments I in the other it. countries and all of that. And the wives it. at home or husbands at home would never find out about it. People would have whole babies and everything in mm. other countries. I'd have other families in other countries, mm. like the whole nine. And the people yeah. would not know. So 
after and then of course at home we used to we were when my mom was active duty we lived in military housing and I used to see the Jodies coming to the house when you know hubby was away. Okay, so, so like, like, Jody, I used Jody. to see the Jodies. Yeah. Yeah. So so yes, it definitely is. It definitely is an even. It's a. Yeah, it is. Jody. I don't know where it started, but I know the term. <laughs> Baby boy. Oh, okay, yeah. So, Baby boy. Jody. That's where I got it from. So, yeah. So, yeah. It happens. I feel like it's, it happens evenly at home and when they're gone. Like, it's an even balance. Men and women both. Everybody be doing it. So. No, I'll tell you. Uh, on the way, I'll tell you. Will you? Yeah. What you about to tell us? No, Quincy sat up. He was like, No. <laughs> But what I will say, what I will say first is when you said some dude was saying he was probably cheating on you, I saw him perk up and write that name down. I was like, who the hell was I telling my wife or my little cheating? But anyway, so I don't know who that dude was, but he might be asking you about that on the way home. But anyway, what I will tell you is, man, from a dude perspective, I see a lot of girls cheating. I see more girls cheating than dudes out to sea. And the, the military is 20% female, rough estimate, 20%. So out of every, let's say 10 people, out of 10 people I see cheating, seven of them are girls. Seven of them are women, right? And you maybe I'm more biased, when right? Out, like when yeah, out? yeah, when boat booze, right? I see it. I see it all the time. Oh, so you heard of the term. Oh, absolutely. He was being facetious. He knows that. He's giving you a hard time. Look, I've been in 21 years. I don't have one. I don't been one. Like, hey, like, not no more. You know, you know. Yeah, uh-huh. you better. Yeah. Yeah, you know. yeah, I told you, you my boat boo. Nah, because you, anyway. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. But this is like. I see a lot of women. I see a lot of women cheat. And this is the thing from a dude's perspective, right? It's okay for women. It's more accepted when the women are cheating, from my perspective. Because dudes are already seen as dogs. They ain't shit. Or there's always a, but my, my husband already cheated on me, so I'm going to do my thing anyway type mentality for a lot of women in the military. Um, and, and again, I can only speak from my mentality. There are a lot more excuses, right? in place for women to be, let's just say, um, unfaithful out to sea. And the dudes are already assumed guilty before proven innocent. If anything were to even surface, like, hey, I heard your husband, hey, I heard this about your husband, guilty, right? Because all dudes go out to sea, they be cheating, they be out here doing whatever. That's not true, right? It's just not true. Now, are some dudes out there cheating? Absolutely, like, it's happening. (laughs) It be some cats out there getting it in, right? I ain't dropping no names, of course, but there's some cats out there be wearing those big old, you know, metal titanium rings with the cubic zirconiums in them, right? And them motherfuckers be cheating, happen with a smile on their face with their ring on, right? And and then nobody check them. I told my wife this story. It was this one dude, USS whatever ship. And I used to look up to this dude real hard, man. I used to look up to this guy, and. One day, man, somebody just walked up on me and was like, yo, your boy, you need to get your boy. I was like, my boy? He's like, yeah, so-and-so out here banging out your second class in one of the rooms. I was like, no. I said, can't be, man, can't be. So, I mean, you know, a couple more credible sources came forward. It's like, yeah, he been, he been knocking her down for three months out to see. I was like, no. I was just like, oh, my God, bro, right? 
And I was like, this is the dude that I figured would never, ever, like, cheat. This dude was married, right? I was like, this dude would never, ever cheat on his, his wife. You know, he's got a whole family and shit, like... And when I heard that, I just kind of like gave up hope. I was just like, this, this is terrible, right? And it kind of hurt my, it hurt my soul because I really looked up to him because I wasn't shit at the time. Like I was a dude that wasn't shit. So I was like, well, this, this dude is like, he's, you know, he's Jesus to me, right? And then when I heard he was just knocking everything down on the boat, I was just like, well, fuck it now. I will too. So, you know, I went kind of savage after that. Yeah, I was in a dark place. This was a long time ago. A long time ago. I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, I I went to a dark, because at at that point, I was like, well, damn, everybody on here ain't shit, like, uh, but, you know, I was young at the time, it is what it is, just a little quick sea story, Um, but, but the boat move thing is, uh, it's definitely real, it's not as bad as it used to be, in my opinion, Uh, maybe maybe because I'm not on a carrier, right, I'm on a smaller type ship, I'm still on a large ship, but um, a lot of the people I deal with, a lot of the people I deal with now, have so what, much what? to lose, though. Like, Get so. your insight. What, what, what is it? Because I've been wanting to know what it is. You want to hop on a mic, Q? No, that's, that's, that's correct. That's accurate. No. Yeah, very accurate. Real like, official. You're right. Yeah. yeah. That's the safe answer, Q. Yeah. Safe answer. My words will not be used against me on the way home. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, I mean, but, I mean, it's definitely a thing. Um, you know, it sucks. But, you got you to look at it from this perspective. This is not an excuse, but this is the reality of the situation. You put male and females in the middle of the ocean for eight months together, working 16-hour days together. Shit is going to happen. Like, I, I, This is not an excuse, but this is the reality of the situation. Relationships flourish in those type of environments, whether it be working relationships, whether it be peer relationships, whether it be even, you know, senior subordinate relationships, relationships are going to uh, grow, you know, and, and manifest in those types of situations. Right. Um, yeah. You, you spend that much time together. Something going to happen. Right. And the willpower to walk away from a really convenient situation like that. It's just really, really hard for some people to be like, man, I can be out here with my boat boo for eight months and. I'm good. Like, ain't nobody going to tell. And then, of course, they get found out and they be out there eating lunch on the mess decks together every night. And, you know, they get out of hand because they can't hide it because they just in love with each other or in lust with each other. And then they're walking off the boat together when they pull into Dubai for the third time. And ain't everybody find out at that point. But, <laughs> Gave us the whole thing. No, I'm just, I just wrapped it up. I just wrapped it up. Like, should I be we didn't stop in Dubai. <laughs> I mean, that's not even specific. Those are just like really general. No, that just sounds like just really general yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's but no, that happened. makes sense though. I, it makes sense. I just I can understand. Yeah, yeah. So uh, so transitioning. What what keeps you guys up at night? Uh, you know, we work in a really dangerous profession, right? You know, Quincy's an AO. He deals with you know bombs. Brad deals with a lot of money. He can go to the feds, right? I deal with comms. <laughs> that was a quick little plug for a supple. <laughs> A lot of money, right? <laughs> like, your husband was in Afghanistan, you know, so, like, what what keeps you guys up at night? You guys have many, you know, fears, thoughts of, like, oh, man, this, today my husband might not come home, or what, what keeps you guys awake at night? I take melatonin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. So let me 
Excuse me. I'm not worried about my husband. <laughs> no, okay, so let me let me I sleep well at night. Let me give y'all an I'm gonna give y'all, I'm gonna give y'all an honest answer. He said it. He sleeps. I'm gonna give y'all. I can't, I can't wait for his next duty day. It's on the calendar. (laughs) So listen, listen. I'm gonna give y'all, I'm gonna give y'all. That's terrible. So I feel like, I feel like. So again, that was a nice setup, though. It was. It was. It was real deep. Okay, for real, for real. To answer the, I'm gonna give y'all an honest answer. This is honestly from my opinion. I don't know if the other ladies can believe or not. Honestly, I personally don't really have many issues sleeping only because i feel like i feel like if they were in in the middle of like a wartime situation it would be different but because right now to our knowledge of course we don't know the details of what happens when they're gone or whatever but to our knowledge they're not necessarily in the middle of like a war or anything like that so i don't worry as much as i probably would if we were in like a wartime situation um but, you know, there's always in the back of my mind, you know, accidents happen on ships all the time, mm-hmm. you know, on, in exercises and trains and stuff like stuff like that happens all the time. So every now and then it might creep in my head like, OK, I hope that everything goes well today while they're doing this or that. But I don't generally lose sleep about it. Like and then I also, you know, I believe in praying and covering my husband, you know, like I pray for him every day and all those things. So I also don't let myself worry about that kind of stuff because I know that I'm keeping him covered in prayer every day. I know my my family is also praying for him all the time because, again, they know what kind of field he's in and all of that. So I don't really let that kind of stuff infiltrate my thoughts too much. So I sleep fine (laughs) at night. But again, that's just my perspective, you know. But again, if it was like going down and he the ships are out there shooting at other people, you know, something like that, then I might be a little more like... I might have to stay up the night to make sure I get an email yeah. or something, make sure he's okay. Yeah. But when all that stuff isn't going on again, to our, to my knowledge, I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm really okay about it. So mm-hmm. is that kind of yeah yeah? I, that, I mean that's how yeah. I'm I, think, I think I think we're all the same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're the same. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, y'all. We waiting for the host to come back. <laughs> You're not supposed to tell him I'm not on the hair. <laughs> Well, it was like dead air, so I had to make sure they knew we was still here. You gotta keep talking until I get back. I'm about to cut that part out. That's the first time I ever heard you say I ain't got nothing else to say. Anyway. That's not true, but we're not gonna get into that. No, we all ain't gonna get into that. (laughs) No, cut. cut. No, No, we're not cutting none of that. We're gonna keep all of that. All right, um, so in closing, uh, I really appreciate you guys taking the time out. I know we just uh, randomly had a kickback and we just say, hey, let's start recording. Uh, but I think it's an authentic conversation. Uh, we could probably go on for hours, but of course, uh, Big Q and uh, Big Money Brad looking like they're ready to go home. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to wrap it up here. Hey, I appreciate you guys joining me on the Win MC podcast. Until uh, next time, peace. Thanks. Bye, y'all. Thanks for having us. It was fun. Okay, bye.